Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that is altogether more civilized than their human equivalent. I'm Amy Schneider. I'm Kelly Anakin. And uh, we're here for Victoria Episode 3. Vicky! <laughs> Brocket Hall, which I am very happy about. Brocket Hall sounds to me like it should be inhabited by like an anthropomorphic badger. Yes! Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, that'd be great. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh... Do we have any other, like, time filling before we jump in? I or? don't know. Like, has anything happened recently? It's been a minute since we recorded the first two. <laughs> no, so I it's know. Like, it was... Presumably people have had some feedback, but we're not going to get to it because uh, we haven't released those episodes oh, yet. Right. So we're kind of in limbo. We're in a very temporally confusing <laughs> scenario right That's now. That's right. It's like memento up in here. <laughs> <laughs> jump right in i'm we sure can, we'll non sequitur our way around yeah so you don't want to do it backwards we'll start at the beginning my head already kind of hurts <laughs> like i can't even consider no, that's, that that's fine then we'll i con- did like i really liked well, this episode yeah this was the first episode where i was like i i liked it too i don't know that it necessarily shit ch- changed my opinion that much but i mean i liked it so we'll see i mean it might also just be stockholm syndrome i mean that's there's always a possibility of that for sure yeah um yeah i have you know because i'll tell my coworkers that i have a podcast and it's always a surprise to them even though it's the it's the only thing i make small talk about anytime somebody's like what are you doing this weekend i was like oh this podcast And they're like oh you have a podcast i'm like yes i've told everybody this four times yeah but you know who doesn't retain anything <laughs> software developers yeah well really like, marketers mainly in this ew. case yeah, yeah. They, what they're all doing cocaine they don't care about you <laughs> Yeah, they did all have an impromptu happy hour after I'd already left early because I don't care about my job anymore. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I um, just don't go to like work functions because everybody's always drinking. Well, right. And that's great for me. Yeah. Because that's what I would prefer <laughs> yeah. is to not be around anyone or drink. Yeah. <laughs> and you're doing it. I am doing it. I'm living my dreams. This is the first weekend like since starting my job where I feel like I have a handle on the job or the podcast so <laughs> yeah. well excellent we'll see how long that lasts uh well we'll start with scene one and go from there <laughs> future well, kelly leave this in so much for that oh wait it's future amy who's editing this one. Oh yeah all right maybe take out the part where we discuss who's editing it i don't know you know I will, what I will, follow your heart i, I, I will listen to that's, the heart. that's what i always do when i'm editing when just, it's calling for you. I take I take the headphones out and I just use the force. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Oh youngling. <laughs> Vicky Yes is in a carriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's some peasant unrest a Bruin. And I was like, ooh, the chartists. <laughs> I did not say that. I was like, who are these fucking people? <laughs> yes. Because they all have signs. I was like, ooh, will we see some rioting? And we did. Yeah, they have signs that say "one man, one vote." Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. Um, perhaps we can get to this when someone explains to Vicky what the Chartists are, <laughs> because I did, and this is another part of why I really like this episode. Is just like, what does this bitch do all day? <laughs> yeah, because she's just in this carriage and she's making some speech, I think, to the House of Lords. This is probably the opening of Parliament. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yes. And the agitators come up against some of the queen's soldiers, and then uh, the soldiers shoot all of them in the name of the queen. Right. And I'm like, I... Listen. Why did you say that part? Vicky is very... <laughs> She's very averse to getting married in this episode, but she's definitely a lover and not a fighter. Yeah. Okay? Like, if it, if it was up to Vicky, I feel like there just wouldn't be guns. Like, if the guy had just said fire, like, he's your superior officer. They're not going to be like, wait a minute, in whose name? Yeah, it's like playing, like, uh, Simon Says. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, we don't shoot unless somebody says, in the name of the queen. So if I say fire... But I did say, in the name of the Queen, don't fire. Right. I'm very confused, <laughs> sir. Fire. Somebody fires. Oh, you got me. <laughs> All right. Kill him, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what a strangely playful military organization. 
Vicky, of course, uh, has no idea that this has been going on. Yeah, she's blissfully unaware of any peasanticide, <laughs> which is a word I made up and feel very proud of. That's right. Thank you. Um, so she is chatting with Lord M about marriage and how she wants to say single, like her predecessor. And then the camera turns like, oh, there's a portrait of Queen Elizabeth. This is very unsubtly done. Yeah. I mean, again, this is so very much a show by British people for British people, <laughs> and Anglophiles everywhere, right? we know which one you mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, exactly. There's there's a couple moments that were just very, like, jarring to me in this episode, and this was one of them. Uh, so then uh, Lord M is called away. And I'm like, yeah, dude, let Vicky get her freak on with someone <laughs> age-appropriate. Like, I don't blame her, mm-hmm. but this dude, he's just like, nah, bro. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, well, it ain't me, babe. Yes. Well, we'll have plenty more time to discuss that. Indeed, we do. <laughs> Portentous music! <gasps> it's King Leopold, that guy from that book Amy likes so damn much. <laughs> Actually, I believe this is his father. Ew, gross! <laughs> All right. Um, Listen, I've had a lot of English breakfast tea <laughs> in honor, perhaps, of Vicky. Also, when all these people are talking about her like erratic behavior like yeah. throughout this, I'm like, number one, what are you talking about? She literally never does anything right. ever. And B, maybe she just like can't handle caffeine. Like, have you considered that? Like. Yeah. All of the problems Great Britain has had is actually just because a bunch of people can't tolerate caffeine and their entire society is built upon a base of tea. Right. I mean, I think, you know... And their economy. Right. I mean, I think they're, you know... Mainly- it's like if you worked for Philip Morris and they required you to smoke. <laughs> right. They might. That's all I know. Are you smoking now? <laughs> she makes me. It's a little Easter egg for fans of the show Ugly Betty. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're just mainly talking about her excessive thirst for Lord M. Which, have you seen him? I mean, I have. He looks amazing. He like, looks really good. There was like... During the parade's end years for Rufus Sewell, I felt like he had had some like overly aggressive plastic surgery. Uh-huh. But now that shit has evened out, and yeah. he looks fucking ageless. No, I know, like, because it's been you know twenty years since like Dark City, and uh, uh, I enjoyed him in Hamlet, but that was a minor role. Who did he play in Hamlet? I, he played Fortinbras, I think. Ooh, good for him. I he wins. Watched that in a while. Yeah, he does win. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write a different play called Fortinbras, and it's just Fortinbras <laughs> being like, win all day. That's all I do. <laughs> no, it's just him kind of lying around for four hours, and then somebody's like, uh, "You want to take over Denmark?" And he's like, "Oh, sure, let's God, go." I was just getting bored. <laughs> anyway. I got excited because King Leopold is played by yes. Alex Jones, a.k.a. the D.O. Dubs from The Crown. And he like, is just as slithery and like... It may be all he can do. Maybe. Does he know there's another Alex Jones um, <laughs> who's horrible? If so, if not, don't tell him. Right? He'd be very... Like, he thinks people are tweeting about him all the time. And it's like, <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. no. He's like, why do they think I'm a Nazi? <laughs> why do they know I'm not the real... <laughs> Dio Dubs. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um, he meets up with Victoria and says her posture makes up for her shortness, which is true for many short bitches. That's myself true, that included. Yeah. I'm very confused about the lineage here. Right. But like, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. He is related to her mother. Yeah. Uh, he's there. And Leopold. This Leopold, I believe, is a similar situation as um, the royal family of Greece that Prince Philip was descended from, where they were just like, mm, we need a king now. Anybody anybody want to come be king? And they picked, you know, this guy. Yeah. Like, could have done you better. Know, probably. <laughs> anyway, he is there to pitch his nephew, Albert, as Vicky's husband, which, spoiler alert, will be happening. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you've heard of Prince Albert in a can <laughs> or a Prince Albert where people get like their balls pierced or whatever. Um, it's not your balls, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay, cool. It's, yeah. All right. Fine. 
we have found Amy's threshold of weirdness. Yeah. And Vicky's stepdad is like, yeah, I don't know about what. About Albert. Oh, yeah. And then Vicky leaves these Germanic asshats <laughs> to talk amongst themselves. Yeah. She's like, uh, that doesn't sound good. Bye. Um, yeah. And where's Lordem? Anytime Lordem is not around, everybody should be asking themselves, where's Lordem? Yeah. I will say this whole thing with Albert, I was impressed by how little it felt like old-timey people didn't know stuff. You know what? Actually, that's like such a good point because they just played it straight. Yeah. They played it as if any of these other dudes was a perfectly viable candidate to be her spouse. Right. And I mean, and we, we end the episode with her having... <laughs> One of her trademark changes of heart. <laughs> um, but, you know, in a way that is surprising to her in such an organic way. Yeah, yeah. That I thought it was really well done. And man, whew, yeah. this Prince Albert is such a moody little cutie. Like, they were gonna, <laughs> like, they knew they had a hard task of being like, okay, how do we make not Rufus Sewell seem like a great idea? Yeah. Not just for Vicky, but for all these lonely bitches at home. <laughs> this lonely bitch says yay. Right. Uh, likewise. Uh, so we cut to the carriage of Scarface and his wife. <laughs> this reminded me so much I, of the I opening the... of The Last Mistress by Catherine Breyot, one of our favorite films. Yes. Um, and, and you had the same thought? I had the exact same thought. I knew thought. you would. Yeah. Listen, it's nice to watch these things separately, <laughs> as we do most of the time right. now, because I'll watch a thing and I'll be like, oh my God, I know Amy is thinking exactly <laughs> the same thing, and then we'll talk about it, and that'll be fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so it has come to pass. Yeah. So that's a great movie, even though Catherine Breyot turned out to be kind of like a doo-doo head. But yeah. like, let's be real, though. She was always kind of a doo-doo head. Yeah. But like in a cool way. Yeah. And now it's just become less cool. Right. To think that sexual harassment is like awesome. Yeah. She's just like one of these old school weirdo French bitches. So. <laughs> As uh, sexual harassment is a, uh, how you say, a uh, compliment. <laughs> so the uh, the Scarface family has their own nephew. <gasps> and they're like, oh, well, if she's going to marry somebody's nephew, you know, let's throw our nephew into yeah, the ring. Might as well be our nephew. Yeah. Is also gross. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. You're disgusting. Yeah. And literally in the next scene, Lord M is like, yeah, I'm not a fan of first cousins marrying. Yeah. He doesn't elaborate on why. Right. Like and that like, just sort of gets like yeah, left aside. I'm like, why? I'm like, dude, you're a fucking rebel. Tell me more. <laughs> why do you finally? Because I mean, I don't, I'm like, is it actually like a genetic reason or is it just like, eh, it just seems weird. Finally, somebody in a show that we're covering is against first cousins marrying. <laughs> <laughs> cousins you heard it here first <laughs> so he breaks the news to vicky about the chartists in wales so that mm -hmm. was the first scene that we saw and i'm honestly kind of surprised it took this long <laughs> both from a plotting and just like a shot perspective yeah yeah um but he says that they want you know equal rights and representation and you know they want an mp and the MP to draw a salary, like a yeah. normal MP. Uh, this is not too dissimilar from modern-day Puerto Rico. Indeed. Which is uh, in terrible shape, if you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, the chart is, like, they, theirs was, like... I mean, Wales specifically had it worse under the, the current system. But it was, like, for everybody. It was, like, everybody should get a vote. And not just randomly selected people based on how the parliament was in the year 1350 or whatever. Mm, I mean, I'm kind of on their side. Yeah. 1350, like, that was a good year, bro. <laughs> it was lots of fun. Yeah, people really knew what was up back then. <laughs> Soap hadn't been invented. <laughs> ah, what a time. When oh, men sure. were men. <laughs> and the plague was virulent. <laughs> uh, that is honestly, like, I've been thinking a lot about the apocalypse recently. <laughs> okay. You know how I do. Sure. But I was just like, ugh, I really do hope I go out in the first wave because it is going to smell so bad. <laughs> it's just going to reek. Yeah. And I have these delicate, coddled, like, late capitalist, <laughs> you know, sentiments. I'm not going to be able to handle it. Right. 
So Vicky says that Lord M is always telling her the British are not a revolutionary people. And I'm like, yeah, somebody jacked up their tea. <laughs> and, you know. So, has somebody been giving them coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Vicky then insists that Lord M go to the opera with her. And he's like, no. Nah, okay like listen lord m yeah i think rufus sewell does a great job of playing this and i haven't done enough historical research to know how like founded right the right. the basis of this is but it's like mm, hashtag blurred line sir like you are sending some very mixed messages and will continue to do so indeed for the entirety of this episode that is very true uh so at the opera uh, that's, that's some good singing. That's a quality of singer. Did there. you figure out what opera this was? It is Lucia de Lammermoor. That is made up. It's not made up. Okay. It's, a, it's an Italian opera set in Scotland. Hashtag appropriation. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure somebody referenced it. Anyway, and I do believe that has a mad scene. Because I, I think that's, the, uh, that's one of the songs that the cricket in Times Square could play. Oh, what a talented cricket. He was quite talented. You know, I think there might have been a cricket in here last night. Or maybe was he a grasshopper. Was playing Lucia de uh, Yes, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, he had a little like sign that was like, this is what I'm playing. And I was like, oh, thank you, because I wouldn't have ever recognized it. <laughs> or maybe it was just like hearing it from the TV. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the sign is impressive, really, as much as the singing. Look, I don't know where it went. <laughs> this is a real like Michigan J. Frog situation. <laughs> uh so yeah the uh the hot russian dude is there he is a hottie yeah like well done yeah um i don't believe this happened until later but i started calling him rustache <laughs> i'm into it all right i'm into his rustache yeah that's fair it's, <laughs> it's solid uh good mustache game on this show i'll you say know what? that yeah because there's a lot of them because it was the style at the time right and they're all very distinct, you know? It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like there's any mustache recycling happening here. <laughs> right. With the exception of that chef who I just hate. Oh, God. I hate him so much. Yes. Um, all in good time. Yeah. Yeah, and like, like yeah. this scene is like all of the toffs like spying on Vicky and spying on each other. Right. Spying on Vicky. And Vicky literally just like... The entirety of her inner monologue is like Turkey in the Straw. <laughs> yeah. But like Lord M is playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the Scarfaces are there to make their stupid nephew try and pick up the queen. And he sucks so hard. And yeah. like, I hate opera. Okay. <laughs> right. But I hate him hating the opera even more. <laughs> I'm like, dude, even I, a fucking bumpkin. <laughs> Would be super amped if somebody was like, hey, Kelly, come to the opera and maybe marry the queen. Oh, right. Like, that's not even anything I aspired to do. Yeah. But I would be like, oh, wow, you know, yeah. wow, this is neat. I, like, I don't even like opera that much, but I like going out and being fancy. So I do it sometimes. Sure. Listen, um, I'm not here to tell you how to live. No, but he's anymore. like, he, yeah, but he's like, uh, can I leave an intermission? I want to go home and play Call of Duty and jerk off. Right. And I have to give them credit, and I don't know how intentional it was, mm-hmm. but it was so clear that, like, that's who this dude is. Mm-hmm. Like, across the boundaries of space and time. <laughs> right. I was like, this fucking guy. Yeah. So he's like a Gamergate guy before his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we meet the servants. We haven't seen them yet this episode. They're uh, hanging out around the table like they do. Uh, and gossiping about the queen and who she's going to marry. So uh, Penge decides to run a book on it, and uh, like the chef picks the German sausage, and it's all very dumb. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Olsen <laughs> doesn't have a sixpence. And right. I'm like, what happened to all of your like <laughs> ill gotten yeah. gains? I like, I know you're only making a fraction of what Penge is making, but right. like, come on, dude. Yeah. What did you buy? <laughs> We never find out, by the way. <laughs> right. This, that may be the only line he has in the episode, I think. The Russian Rustache yes. and George face off at intermission. And then, you know, the Toffs are all still spying on Vicky, who's like looking away from the opera <laughs> to look at Lord M. And I'm like, do you see him? Right. Like, you see him more than a normal work week. I know, but she's she's like a goldfish. She like looks away and she's like, wait, is he still here? <laughs> oh. 
Uh, so the Dio dubs uh, is grilling Vicky in the carriage on her marriage plans. And this dude, this, seriously. This, I hated this. He lit a candle right. just to blow it out yeah. to make a fucking point. And I don't know if I hate the director <laughs> or the character more right. in this scenario. I got to say the director or the writer or whatever. Like, here's the thing. Like, if the candle had already been lit and he had done that, I still wouldn't have liked it, but whatever. But it's like, he's like, the way it's, he's like, uh, uh, you know, oh, your kingdom seems to be burning bright, and then he lights the candle, and then I'm like, he's gonna fucking blow it out. Like, this is so. I didn't want to believe it. I know. I was like, but then it happened. But I knew it would happen. And I was like, and it seemed to me you lived your life like a candle in a script. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It sucked so hard, and he's so stupid. And also, like, hey, Leopold the first or whatever, shut the fuck up. Because, like, that's her point. Is like, she's right. like, I'm from a royal lineage. It goes back a thousand years, and yeah. you became queen. Sorry, <laughs> you became king like five minutes ago. <laughs> right. And he's like, meh, 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 meh. And it's like, dude, you don't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. Shut up about Coburg. Nobody likes Coburg. Literally nobody does. Right. That was what was weird. Like when he greeted her, he was like, oh, if my wife and son hadn't died, I would be living at this gilded palace and you would be living a blameless life in Coburg. And I'm like, that was what was confusing. Right. The yeah. I, was I did like, not. The math here is perplexing. <laughs> that's right. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah, I so don't. We don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, that's that's. Do just you a know fact. what's talking about? <laughs> We'd like to hear that story. Well, maybe if he had had a son, that son would have been the heir, and that's why he would have been living there. I don't I, know. I also do not know. Get these Germans out of your damn country, you They're weirdos. not going to. I know. They're about to give one the keys to the GD kingdom. <laughs> that's true. And by the GD kingdom, I mean Vicky's uterus. <laughs> it's an important part of the kingdom. Arguably the only important part. <laughs> that's not true. The tea. <laughs> so somebody brings Gwen from Torchwood a letter from her sister that is apparently vexing. Yes. And she like speed reads it too. Because it's like a long handwritten page and she looks at it for like a second and then she's like all, you know. Well, it's like how in the Guernsey literary (laughs) where like that story lasted the length of a handwritten letter. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, get it together, Britain. We know how long it takes to read stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That's all we did as children. (laughs) And Lizzie Bennett is concerned, so I'm sure we'll never hear anything about this again. Right. Uh, so Vicky likes Rustache and doesn't like George, which, duh, obviously. Uh, so Lord M is like, well, you know, uh, an English marriage would go down very well. And she's like, an English marriage, you say? And I'm like, Vicky, you dizzy bitch. What are you even thinking right now? You lunatic. <laughs> she's thinking, mmm. <laughs> 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 So Vicky's stepdad and the Dio Dubs scheme. And then like Vicky's mom comes in and the stepdad leaves and Vicky's mom asks for money from the Dio Dubs, which is like, <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Like she's like, oh, like Victoria like won't give me any money. And he's like, yeah, dump her stepdad and then see what fucking happens. Mm-hmm. You dizzy bitch. <laughs> yeah. I guess it runs in the family. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he doesn't have that much money because, like, the Belgian government was keeping a tight uh, eye on things. And then it was his son who was able to, like, uh, enslave most of Africa and steal all their rubber and keep all the money for himself and not give any of it to the government. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah, he was a gross dude. Once again, humanity. We're the baddies. Yeah. So Lizzie Bennett goes to Gwen's door and is like, I need the keys for something. And... Gwen slides them under the door, so she's still taken to her bed. So the Chartists are on the rise, apparently. So there's extra soldiers at the dedication of some monument at Kent. Why, it's as if shooting a bunch of unarmed people, like, just increases sympathy for them. Wow, that's, like, so weird. Yeah. Um, so, like, 
the mustache and George are like trying to like help her or something. Right. Like whatever. Like she can't walk five feet. <laughs> well, I mean, you remember the last time she tried to unveil something. She couldn't manage anything on her own. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, it turns out there are chartists there because as soon as she like pulls it down, yeah. like there's these dudes who are like, you know, freedom, <laughs> love, beauty. Right. And like I had some suspicions because they looked ridiculous. Ridiculous! Like, compa- like they're like wearing like what a poor person's idea of a rich person is. Yeah, which I think I dress as every day. So like, it's not really any shade, right? Um, well, because at first Vicky was like, "Oh, does like do the Chartists wear bonnets?" Because there's a lot of people here with bonnets, and I was like, I didn't even like log that in the recap because I was afraid. I was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Everybody wears bonnets. <laughs> it's the style." <laughs> They're attractive yet functional. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they like pack Vicky off. So, you know, because like they don't, you know, they're not, nor were they when they were, uh, you know, demonstrating in Wales armed. Right. They and aren't the ones with guns. In particular in this guns. case, it seems like it's really just a couple guys. Like, most of the crowd was just there to, like, look at the queen and <laughs> kill a couple hours. But... <laughs> the D.O. Dubs goes up to Lord Emma is like, hey... Everybody knows this tiny bitch has a crush on you. So you need to calm it down so that she can marry my nephew, Albert. Right. And uh, Lord M is like, uh, I mean, like everybody has been telling me this, but for some reason, you're the one who's really gotten through to me. Yeah. Uh, and then so we get a montage of, or, you know, cut back and forth of Vicky looking at Lord M's telescope. Not a euphemism. <laughs> right. Um, she so wishes it was. It's the actual factual telescope he gave her for her birthday. Right. When the rat cake happened. Yeah. God, I'm still so upset about that cake. (laughs) A hard cake is good to find. (laughs) Wait, a good cake is hard to find. God damn it. Right. I blame the rats. (laughs) Uh, Lord M also is just kind of sad, but he's just kind of just like sitting there. Ugh! We get more of that chef harassing Lizzie Bennett, who thankfully is not having it. Yeah, but it's bullshit. Also, it's a fucking, like, British period piece, so I'm sure he is not going to give up. Right. It's, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it also. Yeah. And it's, you know, I realize this came out, like, pre-Me Too and all of that kind of thing, but it's just, like, it has such a gross, it's like, uh, like, she seriously, like, A doesn't want to be friends with you and b like you have what you think is this super damaging piece of information about her why would she want to spend any time with you yeah when she knows that whatever she does you like can be like oh she used to work at this whorehouse yeah uh so vicky's hanging out with her ladies uh and she says that they're like oh that was so scary with the chartists and she said that they looked hungry rather than dangerous um, and then she's like, why isn't Lord M here? Which is what she does every five minutes throughout her life. <laughs> and one of them is like, uh, I think he went to Brockett Hall. And she's like, well, you got the unmarked carriage. We're going. This and I, dizzy bitch. Yeah. I did enjoy the looks that her ladies in waiting gave each other. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what you're going to do. Yeah. Why- Take Emma's carriage to Brockett <laughs> Hall like an idiot yeah it's got to be tough for you know lord and like it's tough when your stalker is the queen yeah <laughs> puts you in an awkward, awkward spot uh however her veil is so dope that i like forgave her <laughs> yeah. but then oof her dress was ridiculous <laughs> she was like i know i'll dress as my idea of a poor person <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and like they have this whole conversation and he's like, oh, I'm just here hanging out, looking at the rooks. And she is like, hey, you're the only man I could love. And she's like trying to kiss this dude. And he like finally pulls away and he's like, oh, you know, rooks mate for life. And I still love my wife, even though she ran off with Lord Byron. Yeah. And I'm like, cool story, bro. And granted, <laughs> Rufus Sewell crushed this so hard, yes. even though it was so stupid. Yeah. Well, but I think, I mean, my reaction at the time was that it was well played. Mm-hmm. Because just telling her that it's like a terrible idea and she can't do it for like political reasons, she's just going to like, that's just going to make her more determined. Yeah. But this gave her a different 
like this was something that she couldn't argue with in the mm-hmm. same way and so i was like oh that's that's a good resolution to this but anyway. tricking people into boundaries <laughs> wonder queen that's uh what you gotta do so uh vicky's stepdad has like a face-off with lazen and i'm basically asleep like anytime this dude shows up i'm like oh are you still here yeah and he's like uh she needs a man to control her and like all this stuff it's like why do you talk so evil all the time (laughs) take a break (laughs) right just comment on the weather (laughs) try it (laughs) it looks like rain (laughs) (laughs) evil rain damn it john um and then so like i guess her mom comes in i don't know and she calls her drina again and it's just like i'm like bitch this isn't even cute anymore right like I get that you thought you were, like, pulling something, but she's, like, withholding your clothing allowance. Yeah. Stop dead naming her, and maybe you'll get a new dress. Yeah. Did you ever think of that? Mm-hmm. Clearly, no. Yeah. And Leopold Dobbs is like, uh, marry my nephew, and, uh, okay, now I gotta go, because you're throwing me this ball. Bye. Next scene is, ah, boo, <laughs> chef. Yeah. He keeps being like, oh, were you a hooker? And she's like, nah, I worked in the laundry. And he wants to know how she like moved up in the world from being a hooker laundress <laughs> right. to being a different kind of hooker laundress. Oh. Uh-oh. And she's like, buzz off. And he says, no, we are BFFs. Be BFFs with me. And she is like, nah, again, I say to ye, nah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure he's just going to give up and we never hear about this again, right? <sighs> Look, uh, just be glad now it's a costume party. You yes, love a costume party. I do love a costume party. Uh, Vicky is super subtly dressed up as Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, that has no relevance to the plot. Mm-hmm. And then her lady is like, ooh, orchids, that guy loves you. And he wants f- to marry you. They're from fucking Lord M. And yeah. I'm like, hey, dingus. Yeah. This is not helpful. That's You that's, know she can't marry that dude. Right. That's that fucking is, stupid that to is, say. That is what I wrote down is, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Why? Don't open your greenhouse for her. Although, I guess he would have had to open it a while ago. And, like, well, he's like, well, I already got the orchid. I guess I'll send it on over. Yeah. But orchids mean something. Yeah. Like... If you read any Babysitter's Club books <laughs> in the late 80s, early 90s, you know that like all the moms, when like the girls would like go to a dance, they'd be like, ooh, he got you an orchid. And it's like, yeah. God, suburban Connecticut sounds awful. They're named for the Latin for testicle. <laughs> I did not know that. They are. Oh, <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Anyway. Yes. Um that was there's a there's a plastic orchid in one of the bathrooms at work and so when I was first there I suggested on Slack that that would be the men's room because of the orchid and then I had to explain the etymology to everybody. They were all quite impressed. Oh wow, good for you. Yeah, it was a it was a good opening move on yeah. Slack. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, Scarface is uh, encouraging George, so like at the par- the party. Okay, and I loved this yeah. because I hated George because everybody keeps calling him Galahad, even though he's dressed <laughs> up like Lancelot, right? And he keeps saying, "I'm Lancelot." Yeah, because isn't Galahad the Virgin? I think so. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Lancelot's the one who was boning down with Guinevere, mm-hmm. all sexy style. Yeah. Even though she was married to King Arthur, and I have a lot of questions about that shit, but yeah. I refuse to watch the musical Camelot <laughs> or read The Mists of Avalon, so I guess I will never have them answered. Yeah, well, and also The Lady of Shalott, but he did not consent to that one, so. Ooh. As I recall, I think he was enchanted by her or somebody. Gross. Oh, yeah, it's pretty gross. I read the ones in Future King, which had some of that. And then yeah. I was like, I'm done with Arthurian legend forever. Well, there's a great thing online called Arthur Dies at the End that goes through the actual, you know, Lamorte to Arthur, Ugh. which is, it's, yeah, but it's 
really funny the way it's written and it just goes into like all the wild plot holes and logical consistencies and stories that just end with no resolution and it's just it's a lot of fun. oh like life yeah well yeah that's true sounds pretty realistic to me <laughs> fair enough uh so george and rustache like have a face-off and uh of course rustache wins right he's the rustache yeah because because they're asking vicky they're both asking vicky to dance and she's like well i hear cossacks can be dangerous if they're thwarted so i'll dance with you first uh-huh i was like yeah okay, yeah, yeah solid yeah no and it was a good move by him like dressing way down compared to everybody else mm-hmm. um yeah rustache uh call me he won't. It's before t- like telephones. Yeah, and also the past. Yeah, Lord I mean, Al did do the nasty <laughs> in the past. Too. I would if we're given the opportunity. <laughs> well, <laughs> just in case. Fair enough. Somebody, just, some time traveler is listening to this. Just, you could make my fondest wish come true. Just make sure it's not with somebody who turns out to be your own grandparent. Mm, that was the issue in Futurama. I mean, I'm gonna try to make it a famous person. <laughs> I should probably do my family tree. <laughs> Ancestry.com! <laughs> yeah, boy, when time travel becomes invented, that's going to be much more of a valuable resource. Yeah, but like then it might keep changing, like in Back to the Future. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll leave that to the uh, engineers at the Ancestry.com backend to <laughs> deal with that challenge. Um, that will take several sprints to deal with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Lord M is also kind of skulking around on the outskirts of the, of the party, as he so often does. Why is he even there? He, it's already, a pa- he was already like, no, Vicky, you can't kiss me, Vicky. Bad Vicky. It's a party. Uh. <laughs> well, because then... Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're not even there yet. Right. Because Gwen is still skulking around. Yeah. And Lizzie Bennett brings her some brandy. And it turns out... God, I hate the monologues on this show. Uh, They're like, we're very, like, cool. And I'm like, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So her nephew, who she has barely ever seen because she has been working for the queen's household. Right. For, you know, since before she was the queen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, now her nephew's finally coming to London, but it's not to visit her. Oh, no. It's to be hanged and cut open because he is a charty. Yeah. I wrote Charty. <laughs> well, no, I mean... Uh, remember Charty. <laughs> yes, I do. I guess he'll be back. Oh, yeah. yeah I am getting fun. more and more excited about The Crown Season 3, like, yeah. as it draws uh, nigh. Yeah. I actually re-listened to the episode we did with Natasha Muse, just because she's so funny and it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, she makes me burp. <laughs> Not true. Yeah. Um, that'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I did not, I mean, in retrospect, it was, like, obvious, but, like, I just, like, vaguely in my mind assumed that, like, drawing and quartering had faded out by this point. Nope! But, nope. Still very much a thing. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, George and Scarface, like, George is complaining to Scarface about how short Vicky is, and he's like, I'm not marrying that midget. And then Victoria comes up, you know, heard, heard him say that. And just like walks between them, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah, you're definitely not now. Yeah. Because, like, she's very sensitive about her height. Yeah. And she wasn't going to marry that dude anyway. I know. But also, pro tip when you go to a party that somebody important is throwing, you know, like, <laughs> even if it's not an important person, don't, like, talk about them in a derogatory way in yeah. their house. Right. That is what the carriage ride home is for. <laughs> just lighting candles, blowing them out. Yeah. That's what they're for. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, she's, well, she's even, like, you can, at first, in the first scene, it wasn't 100% clear that she was Queen Elizabeth, but now she's got a rough, and it's like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's Queen Elizabeth. Um, and then Lord M is dressed as Lester. A.K.A. Joseph Fiennes in the Kate Blanchett movie, Elizabeth. So, bow, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, one of Elizabeth's various companions, which they did discuss in that first scene, was she was like, didn't she get lonely? And he's like, I believe she had companions. And Vicky was like, what? What? I don't understand. <laughs> what, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and he had to make the hand gesture with the finger going in <laughs> the hole made by the thumb and the forefinger. What's cool is uh, describing sight gags <laughs> on a podcast. Oh, right. I think that's why we're the number one podcast <laughs> of all time. Yes. 
our visual uh, aids. Great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So they uh, start dancing. Uh, she has to check her dance card first, but it appears to be free. She is such a petty little bitch. She is. Also, though, that dance card was so cute. Yes, it was. It was shaped like a butterfly. It was. Oh, my God. I know. Well played. I want it. <laughs> well, go down to the stationery store and then uh, organize a ball. <laughs> so much work. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of work. I'm just going to go to Party City. <laughs> um... Yeah, so uh, he uh, definitely uh, loves Vicky. Yeah, gross. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm like, is it more interesting if he didn't love her? I don't know. But it's like, I will say, like, she's really cute. Like, She is really cute. I mean, it would be... She's like in the uncanny valley of cuteness. Like, if I had somebody that cute throwing herself at me, it would be a challenge to resist. That's true. Yeah. And he's super hot. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Vicky because this dude is so hot. Right. Like, he's way too hot. He's, like, old. <laughs> he's so hot. Yeah. For an old guy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Most speaking to old guys, speaking on behalf of the, you know, single middle-aged women who watch this show and are attracted to women, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's how it works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Nobody's trying to damper your truth. <laughs> no, I know. I was just, I was just, you had said that about Lord Evans. Like, I get it, but it was like, eh, you know, but then I was like, mm, Vicky, so. <laughs> She's very pretty. Yeah. Very, very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to be pretty when I was in school. Now look at me. I was trying to figure out a way to make Vicky's stepdad's nickname Vicky's Drunk Foster Dad, <laughs> but he's not drunk enough no, for that. No, just evil. Mm-hmm. Evil. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, everybody. I'm eating blackberries <laughs> because my life is extremely glamorous. Right. That's another key part of what makes our podcast great. What, did I eat blackberries And describe it? it during the podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. What a time. Blackberries. They're very good. Yeah. It's the last ones of the season. Okay. So then Vicky dances with her stepdad. Yeah. Who also says that she needs to get married to someone who keeps her behavior in check. And again, like, it's not just that he's so evil. It's like, hey, dude, has it occurred to you from just a pure like diplomacy perspective mm-hmm. that maybe that's not the tack to take with her? Right. That is not going to work. And, like, he doesn't seem to understand that she hates him. Yeah. Even though, in this moment, when he says that, she's like, I straight up fucking hate you, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking hate you. Yeah. I hate you, and you suck, and no one but my mom likes me, and no one understands why she's around you all the time. Yeah. And... Badio Dubs then goes over to Lord M is like, hey, remember how I told you to cool it and then you didn't fucking cool it? Well, guess what? I had to just fucking call Albert to come here because you can't fucking do your job. Right. And then Vicky's with some guy, but I don't think it was Rustash. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's got a whole dance card. What are you going to do? Uh, Horsies! (laughs) It's horsies! Horsey time for Victoria. Yes. Uh, and she is hanging out with Rustash. And he's given her a jewelry box. And it says VA. Yeah. For Vicky and Alexander. Because mm-hmm. that's his name. That's right. Not Rustash. Uh, but he's doing it because he has to go back to St. Petersburg. Or Petersburg, as he called it. Which just struck me. I don't know. Um, because oh, no, He's so cool. <laughs> he's so smart and cool. Yeah. And his mustache is not creepy. Yeah. No, that's what that's what the people that live there call it. They're like, oh yeah, going back to Petersburg. Yeah, it's, it's like how we call San Francisco the city. Right. You call it Saint Petersburg, or like a oh, Taurus. Mm-hmm. Hermitage is over there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. His father has selected a Danish princess for him. Uh, the only thing he knows about her is that she's fond of herring. Which, like, honestly, gross. Yeah, it's not. That's a good sign. not a good like. <laughs> that's. That's the thing that stands out about you to like, they're like, oh, what can we, what can we tell her future husband about her? Like, not that she's pretty, not that she's smart, not that she like is good at playing an instrument. She just fucking 
houses herring <laughs> all no, day like, long. This is, they're like in the next room discussing it. Like, could we say something about her looks? I don't know. Does, does she play an instrument? And then she's just next room like, more herring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's it. <laughs> and Vicky says to him that, you know, they cannot marry where they choose the two of them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is she finally starting to get the memo? Yeah, could be. And it was a nice little scene. Like, I like that. There I did no... too. I'm disappointed that he's going. Yeah, Because I me feel too. like, you know, I enjoyed him at the ball when she right. had too much champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vicky. Oh, yeah. Get dizzy, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, Scarface and his wife... <laughs> discover they they discuss the fact that vicky hates george and finally after three episodes of non-successful schemes they're like yes we will go back to hanover also i finally figured out what his wife looks like and it's nosferatu what the hell is she doing in this scene she's she's like Gollum. She's like, ah, yes, we will stay. You're the heir. And like stroking it like it's weird. And she's like, basically like, oh, we could kill Vicky. And he's like, no, <laughs> go back to your coffin. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Creepy. More servant bedding. <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. This yeah. is really, you know, part and the of worst part is that work. horrible chef is going to win. Yeah. This is where the old-timey people didn't know stuff comes in. Mm. And we just kind of ignored it because we think that the servant shouldn't be in this show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like... They're just so inconsequential. Yeah. Like, they don't affect anything in the plot. Well, there is... Like, they do manage to in this one that we haven't gotten to yet. So, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Wait, what? She... In the next oh, scene. yeah. Yeah. But, like, that could have been anyone. Well, I know it could have been anyone, but I'm just saying that, like, they did, there was some vague connection between their plot line and the main plot line. Yeah, but it's all so stupid that I forgot. Yeah, no, I mean, fair point. So. (laughs) (laughs) To hit the nail on the proverbial head, Lizzie Bennett is dressing Vicky, and Gwen just, like, falls down or something. I think what happened is there was, like, a loud noise similar to a gunshot and that's what she was reacting to i don't know I but it, it was like stupid I <laughs> and then like lizzie bennett explains that she's connected to the chartists or that she's that her people are from newport which yeah. is where the chartists that are being hanged are and from vicky's face seems to indicate that she may be having second thoughts uh-huh. about drawing and quartering all of these charties <laughs> and then she well i i disagree i think she is having first thoughts ah good point <laughs> yeah the first thoughts were really the constitutions <laughs> yeah so she then goes to lord m and she's like hmm this seems like it could be kind of a PR nightmare. Uh, what can I do? And he's like, well, as the... Like, this... She has never read the Constitution. Right. She well, has I mean, no it's, idea. It's not written down. But I mean, because her first idea... He's like, oh, some of the bishops are signing are starting a petition. She's like, ooh, can I sign it? And he's like, well, you're the one that they're writing the petition to. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> 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 Okay, so he's like, well, if you want, you don't have to kill them at all and just send them to Australia. And she says, oh, yes, let's do that. <laughs> that one. <laughs> like, honestly, they aren't playing it this way, but she reminds me so much of, like, how they play Queen Elizabeth in Blackadder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's queen? Um. <laughs> oh, Miranda Richardson, you're a treasure. Yes, indeed. Uh, so Vicky sees her mom and her stepdad, like, huddled in a hedge maze, like, you know, saying evil things to each other. And she's like, oh, hey, stepdad, uh, I've accepted your deal. I'm giving you a thousand pounds if you go to Ireland. Bye. Was this a conversation they had before? I don't know. I think the implication is that yes, but I'm like, then why didn't we see it? Did we see it and well, forget and about it? That's my question. It's exceptionally bad plotting and scripting. And also, FYI, this is the uncut UK version. Right. So if it was in existence, it's just not here. Yeah. And I because I we did think... see D.O. Dub said to that guy, or was talking to the mom and was mm-hmm. like, hey, 
you would get a lot more money if that dude wasn't around all the right. time. And she was just like, oh, no, I love him. I can't live without him. And yeah. He, and the D.O. Dubs was like, mm, does he feel the same way? And yeah. she was like, of course he does. <sighs> right. It's like, have you noticed how evil he talks all the time? <laughs> evil. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, it seemed like... It was written as if this was a scene that had happened, and maybe it happened like in the first episode and we've forgotten about it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and Vicky's mom is like, oh, you wouldn't leave me. And the stepdad's like, but yeah, He's I would. He's like, oh, it's a thousand pounds a year. Yeah. A year. Yeah. But Vicky was like, oh, also, you can have some new clothes. Bye, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I did like when she first walked in and was like oh i've taken your deal and he was like mm, this is awkward i just wrote ha, 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 suck it john <laughs> uh then gwen and lizzie bennett talk about how vicky commuted the sentences and the chef continues to think that vicky will marry albert great that's what that's how he'll talk now vicky's stepdad now that he has an irish style that's upsetting i don't like that don't well, I, he's upsetting i know don't do that anymore well i won't no more well hopefully we're never gonna see this asshole i again. haven't even looked at the imdb to see if he comes back because i fucking hate this dude so much yeah uh so <laughs> Read the room, Vicky. <laughs> yeah, Vicky brings lace to her mom, who is like catatonic. I mean, I've been here before. Like, ending a toxic relationship is hard for everyone. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I can imagine only more so when you're not the one who like made the choice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not great. Um, and that relationship is weird. Yeah, it is because it is. Vicky's like, I know what it's like to lose someone you love, and I'm like, your situation is very different. <laughs> it is, but like, it works. They connect on it, uh, and she starts crying, and her mother holds her, and all this sort of thing. And I'm like, Vicky, we've all had to make our peace with not marrying Rufus Sewell. Okay, you're not special. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Does he have? Is he married? I don't know. Yeah, he seems like maybe he just like lives underground. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, he's just like, ooh, he's, like, real scary. No, it's it's difficult to envision him, like, not acting, like, just, like, mm-hmm. in a, a civilian life. That was what somebody said uh, when I posted that we were going to start posting these. They were like, oh, you know, Rufus Sewell. It was exciting to see him play a good guy for a change. And I was like, that's a good point. Yeah. He usually plays, like, a wackadoo weirdo or... I don't know. It's I think he plays a lot of, like, good dudes who are in, like, untenable situations. Mm, yeah. Because um, that's sort of where he is in The Man in the High Castle. Right, Like, right. Uh, look, take all that with a grain of salt. I mean, obviously, Because he's yes. playing a literal Nazi. Right, he is. Um, but, you know, that's one of the points of the series is that that's what happens anyway. Yeah. We're not getting into The Man in the High Castle. God. I watched the trailer for season three. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to watch it. But why? <laughs> why are the leads so bad? I know. And like, they just like, were like, they were like, nope, we're going like, you could have killed them at any time. <laughs> it's a dangerous society. <laughs> you can try and throw Steven Root at me all you want. <laughs> and they do. No, and they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Lord M tells Vicky that the Coburg cousins are on their way. And she's like, even though I specifically said not to. <laughs> uh, and he's like, mm, you might, you know, Albert might be uh, the way to go. Yeah. Oh, and like, she was like, she basically also had told her stepdad, like, she would never marry anybody that like he thought was a good idea mm-hmm. or who would accept him as an advisor. Oh, yeah. Because she was yeah. just like, hmm. Yeah. And Vicky has a sad because she hates change. Lord M is like, mm, oh, also, she's uh, painting a <laughs> copy of the painting of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, so, she is indeed. great. Yeah. I'm glad that's what you're doing with your time, Vicky. Yeah. And he says, you know, I don't think you can be like Queen Elizabeth. I don't think you'll be happy just having companions mm-hmm. um, in the bone zone. Like, you need to, like, pick yourself up brush yourself off and start all over again <laughs> and they are breaking up even though they were never really together yeah and there's also a really like poor directorial choice in this scene that i just found jarring which is like it's a standard like conversation shot setup where it's cutting back and forth between one person's face and the other 
And then, like, in the middle of the scene that, like, cuts to Victoria from some, this completely different weird angle where it's, like, the lighting is completely different from there and then, like, kind of pans over to Rufus Sewell. And that weird cut comes at, like, in between lines of dialogue. There's no dialogue running through it. So it feel it felt like it was a new scene. Weird. And it just took me, like, three seconds to be like, wait, this is still the same scene? I don't know. I was so, typing. Yeah, I understand that. I was not, and so I could notice this director's failure. <laughs> uh, so Vicky's playing the piano. Like someone in need of a good shag, yeah. if I'm being honest. <laughs> she was really throwing her bare shoulders around. She's, she puts the forte in piano forte. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I don't know when I've enjoyed a pun that much. <laughs> that I could help. Um, so then... Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> One, two, print is here before you. That's what I said now. It's so dramatic. Right. Like and a like, little too dramatic. A little bit. But like, Vicky's like into her piano. Like her audience is all stood up because, you know, there's princes there. Uh, and then Albert walks up and like turns the page for her. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Because they, like, they milk this reveal. She, Yeah, they do. They milk the fuck out of it. And like she and I, like <laughs> just our hearts dropped into our stomachs. Yeah. Our panties got damp. Yeah. And I would note, he says to her, Victoria. Mm-hmm. No Drina from this guy. Nope. He, uh, look, unlike George, he's like, hmm, if I'm coming here with an intention of marrying this person, <laughs> perhaps I should work very hard not to alienate her. <laughs> uh, Vicky is shook. Yes. She is shaken she to her core. Is quite shooken. Yes, and you know she said like, "Oh, hello, Albert," <laughs> and then credits. <laughs> Hallelujah, <laughs> Gloriana. So we like aren't like doing musical like intros and outros right. because busy. But there, we just gave it to you. I, yeah, <laughs> but like also like it's like annoyingly catchy. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, there's nothing else. Plus, it's there's nothing to look at during them. Mm -hmm. It's just like wallpaper and Victoria going, "Hey, yeah, (laughs) I can just do that in my spare time." That's right. So now it's time for the Victoria Awards, aka the Vickies. And we'll start off with the biggest tantrum award. A few categories here. I think I would probably lean towards probably george because his had like the consequences i mean it wasn't the biggest tantrum but it was kind of the pettiest it was i was gonna use the word petulant because like the other possible options like there weren't any (laughs) there was no like hedge beating in the rain this episode right i mean vicky was shockingly even keel yeah that's true like she was crying a lot but it wasn't like Like, i guess you could you could kind of characterize taking emma's unmarked carriage (laughs) generally as a tantrum but it didn't have all the earmarks of a tantrum that we look for it was it was a different kind of poor impulse control (laughs) all right well congratulations george you didn't get the queen but you did win biggest tantrum <laughs> we'll never see you again maybe <laughs> uh next for uh the Langtree lady mm-hmm. uh actually giving this one to lord m yeah for his lester getup. also he looked quite dashing when he was hanging out in his rookery yes like he did he was serving up some real like you know toned down suburban heathcliff realness yeah no like sitting among nature you know staring at the rooks like, his cravat a- uncravatted yeah it was whoo yeah, I was, was like, oh, so this is what you look at like at Brockett Hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. How do I get to be a member of Brockett Hall? <laughs> Probably run off with Lord Byron. <laughs> Bazing. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Backwards Award for Backwards Fashion, a.k.a. The Backy. That's right. And this one, uh, I, I do agree with this. I will say that I have a runner-up, which is the DOW's like Roman general costume. Or, I thought was shit of all the costumes. Oh, there. really? I thought it was. Bad. I like barely even paid attention to like, it. It's it, he, like he wasn't in it that much. It just I happened to notice it in one scene, and I was like, "That's a terrible costume." Yeah. So what we went with was Vicky's getup at Brockett Hall. So big week for Brockett Hall. Yes. Well, uh, it's the episode title. Because like, like this is how bad that dress was. <laughs> I was like debating, like, should I just give her the backy? 
I'm sorry. Should I just give her the Langtree lady right. based on this veil? But then I was like, that dress is too ugly. So it went yeah. the other way entirely. Yeah. What a what an about face. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I feel like we can't just keep giving the Langtree lady to Vicky. Well, sure. She's I the mean, queen. Because like her outfit where she had that like headband. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one too. That was cute. Yeah. That was super cute. Yeah. So Vicky continues to crush it. I'm yeah. glad she's well, like and I will say wearing too, far fewer of those weird ass like huge collars. Yeah. Uh, I will say too, like her Elizabeth costume was fine as a costume, but it did not flatter her. No, it was not a cute costume. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's it for mm-hmm. episode three of Vicky. <laughs> that's like the sitcom cut. <laughs> Vicky. Uh, so until next time, up, up yours, yours downstairs. downstairs. Evil. Evil.